0: Good evening, everybody. My name is Jordan, and we are on episode seven of Sodom and I. So today I'm going to be talking about perseverance, you know, examples of perseverance in the Bible. And because I touched on Job about three times, we're just going to start at the second example. I'm on worthybiblestudies.com. And we're going to go over five examples of perseverance in the Bible. So, one is Job, who essentially, you know, pushed through losing his children, you know, basically, you know, thieves stealing and killing and destroying his property, his, his, um, you know, his animals, his livestock, and everything. But he's still, through all of that, he still persevered and praised God, you know even when his friends came around and told him that this had to be his fault and that was the only reason why God would treat him that way, even through all of that, he still praised God. And then God came to him and still gave him grace after, you know, his questions turned into bitterness and anger and whatnot. But, you know, he came around and God, you know, showed grace and mercy as he usually does, and we all know Job got double for his trouble. So we are going to start with Jeremiah, and we're going to start uh, Jeremiah chapter 33, and we're going to go from verse 1 to 11. So I'm going to start reading that in uh, King James. But I'm also going to open the A&P just so we can get a deeper understanding. We're at Jeremiah 33. Jeremiah is going to be in the Old Testament. It's one of the ayahs. Awesome. So, moreover, the word of the Lord came unto Jeremiah the second time, while he was yet shut up in the court of the prison, saying, Thus saith the Lord, the maker thereof, the Lord that formed it to establish it. The Lord is his name. Call unto me, and I will answer thee, and show thee great and mighty things which thou knowest not. I'm gonna go ahead and highlight all of verse three, but I do have um one through eleven. It's highlighted in orange. For thus saith the Lord, the God of Israel, concerning the houses of this city, concerning the houses of the kings of Judah, which are thrown down by the mounts and by the sword. They come to fight with the Chaldeans, but it is to fill them with the dead bodies of men whom I have slain in mine anger and in my fury, and for all whose wickedness I have hid my face from this city. Behold. I will bring it health and cure, and I will cure them and will reveal unto them the abundance of peace and truth. And I will cause the captivity of Judah and the captivity of Israel to return and will build them as at the first. And I will cleanse them from all their iniquity, whereby they have sinned against me. And I will pardon all their iniquities, whereby they have sinned and whereby they have transgressed against me. And it shall be to me a name of joy, a praise, and honor before all the nations of the earth, which shall hear all the good that I do unto them, and they shall fear and tremble for all the goodness and for all the prosperity that I procure procure unto it. (laughs) Thus saith the Lord, again, there shall be a herd in this place, which which ye say shall be desolate, without man, and without beast, even in the cities of Judah, and in the streets of Jerusalem, that are desolate, without man, and without inhabitant, and without beast, the voice of joy. In the voice of gladness, the voice of the bridegroom in the voice of the bride, the voice of them that shall say, Praise the Lord of hosts, for the Lord is good, and his mercy endureth forever, and shall and all of them that shall bring the sacrifice of praise unto the house of the Lord, for I will cause to return the captivity of the land, as it at the first. Is that the first, saith the Lord? I'm gonna go ahead and highlight verse eleven as well. That mm-hmm. was nice. So I'm gonna go ahead and now um do read Jeremiah. So we went straight into, you know, Jeremiah 33, and now we're going to read the little paragraph or, you know, the little caption that they have on here for Jeremiah on WorthyBibleStudies.com. Jeremiah was blessed by God and tasked with preaching God's word to his people. He's an example of perseverance by continually preaching and teaching God's word despite all that was done to him. His faithfulness to share God's revelation to an unfaithful nation is our ultimate example to persevere in preaching, teaching, and sharing the gospel. We must always endure to share the good news of Jesus with our lost world. Jeremiah faced threats, prison, and much more to share his faith in God's word. Will we? Sometimes we forget how good we have it, especially in a country where we can ultimately say, you know, what we want. We have the choice to proclaim and share Jesus's gospel to anyone we want, but do we? We forget that there are Christians around the world who don't have that same freedom, who gather in house churches and basements to worship and share. They whisper and proclaim God's word at the risk of imprisonment and sometimes even death. Yet we're too afraid to walk across the street and talk to our neighbor, inviting them to church on Sunday. We must be diligent to share the gospel when God asks us. Jeremiah is a a perfect example of this kind of perseverance in the Bible, and we should follow his example, proclaiming Christ to those who would hear. Mm, That was good. All right, in number three, it talks about Paul. Paul is the ultimate example of perseverance in the New Testament. No one is better. No one has a better conversion story, going from killing Christians to becoming one, than Paul. Yet, after his conversion, he became so on fire for the Lord that he faced many trials and persecutions no one details this better than Paul himself. In 2 Corinthians chapter 11 verses 23 through 33, he lists some of the trials he faced. So, we're going to pause right there and go to 2 Corinthians. Mhm. 2 Corinthians chapter 11:23 through 33. Mhm. Got it open in my AMP. And we're going to read it in AMP this time. All right. 11 all the way down to 23. Cool. Are they self-proclaimed servants of Christ? I am speaking as if I were out of my mind. I am more so for I exceed them. With far more labors, with far more imprisonments, Beaten times without number, and often in danger of death. Five times I received from the Jews thirty-nine lashes. Three times I I was beaten with rods. Once I was stoned. Three times I shipwrecked. A night and a day I have spent adrift on the sea. Many times on journeys exposed to danger from rivers, danger from bandits, danger from my own countrymen, danger from the Gentiles, danger in the city, danger in the wilderness, danger in the sea, danger among those posing as believers in labor and hardship, often unable to sleep in hunger and thirst, often driven to fasting for lack of food in cold and exposure without adequate clothing. Besides those external things, there is a daily inescapable pressure of my concern for all the churches. Who is weak and I do not feel his weakness? Who is made to sin and I am not on fire with sorrow and concern? If I must boast, I will boast of the things that reveal my weakness, the things by which I am made weak in the eyes of my opponents. The God and Father of the Lord Jesus, he who is blessed and to be praised forevermore, knows that I am not lying. In Damascus, the governor under King Aretas guarded the city of Damascus in order to arrest me. And I was actually let down in a basket through a window in the wall and slipped through his fingers. Amen. So basically, Paul is saying, I, if, I did, if I did all that and can get through this and keep preaching his word, what excuse do you have? He persevered through all of that. And I will continue on the website, he was imprisoned repeatedly, flogged, exposed to death again and again, received 39 lashes five times, beaten with rods three times, pelted with stones, shipwrecked three times, just to name a few. But let's, let's hone in on 2 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 30. If I must boast, I will boast of the things that show my weakness. If I must boast, I will boast of the things that reveal my weakness, the things which I am made weak in the eyes of my opponents. Paul embodies what it means to persevere in faith. His letters in the New Testament tell his story and are a crucial example of perseverance in the Bible we must follow. And number four, the persistent widow Jesus tells us a parable of a widow in Luke chapter 18, verses 1 through 8. So let's go to Luke chapter 18. Matthew, Mark, Luke. (laughs) Didn't I say I felt Lucas the other day? We read uh, read chapter 4 and then went back to Matthew to relate that. But now we're going to go to chapter 18. Mm Mm-hmm. Chapter 18, verses 1 through 8. Mm -hmm. Now, Jesus was telling the disciples a parable to make the point that at all times they ought to pray and not give up and lose heart, saying, In a certain city there was a judge who did not fear God and had no respect for man. There was a desperate widow in that city, and she kept coming to him and saying, Give me justice and legal protection for my adversary. For a time he would not, but later he said to himself, Even though I do not fear God nor respect man, yet because this widow continues to bother me, I will give her justice and legal protection. Otherwise, by continually coming, She will be intolerable and intolerable annoyance as she will wear me out. And the Lord said, listen to what the unjust judge says. And will not our just God defend and avenge his elect, his chosen ones who cry out to him day and night? And will he delay in providing justice on their behalf? I tell you that he will defend and avenge them quickly. However, when the son of man comes, he will find this kind of persistent. Will he find this kind of persistent faith on earth? Ooh, that's good. I'm going to go ahead and highlight all of this. So God's basically saying he hears your prayers when you cry out to God. He does not ignore you. And he works swiftly when you are being, uh, you know, done wrong. Just hang on in there, you know, give him a chance to work. Don't give up too early. Because if, if this widow, if she gave up too early, you know, she never would have gotten what she was asking for. And Jesus is saying, if this, if this judge who doesn't even fear God will give grace and mercy upon someone that he, you know, is annoyed with, what would a God who is willing to hear you cry out to him all day, all night? What is he willing to do when God loves you, you know? He could do much better than that judge to this woman. That's for sure. All right, and I have all of my verses highlighted. Let's continue. It details how a widow goes before a judge who doesn't fear God or man. She pleads with the judge to to right a wrong done to her by her adversary. She continually pleaded with him to do so. After a while, he caved. And even though he didn't fear God or man, he avenged her wrongdoing. She, she essentially wore him down. The parable goes on to highlight how God will avenge his children, believers, even more swiftly than an earthly judge. When we continually cry out to God, he hears us. This is a story to show us that persistently pleading with God, talking with him, praying and persevering in faith will reap his rewards. He hears our prayers and listens to his children. Take heart, brothers and sisters. God hears us. He does. He hears you. Don't think he's ignoring you. He hears you. (laughs) This example of perseverance by a widow is told to show us that whatever our problems are, even if we think they're too little or too big, should be lifted up to God daily. He wants to hear from us, so we should bring them to a God who is mighty enough to solve them. Mm Mm-hmm. All right. And the number five is Jesus. Boom. Jesus himself is the ultimate display of perseverance until death. He was born, lived a sinless life, and taught us how to live by his example. He persevered through agony on the cross, gave his life for a sinner like me, and offered the most perfect example of endurance as he finished the race of life perfectly. And peacefully, might I add. Or he was peaceful. Jesus Christ is the ultimate example of perseverance in the Bible. We can read his story through the Gospels and follow his example, and he shows us how to persist through adversity, pain, sorrow, mountaintops and valleys. If we follow Jesus' example, we can finish this life with the cry to God saying, that we have lived a life worthy of praise, not by any deeds or actions we've done, but by the power of Christ in us for his glory. Mm-hmm. Through his strength alone can we have victory over all life's problems. That was good. That was a nice quote at the end. Amen. Yeah, and if you guys want to really get into, you know, the the story leading up to Jesus's death you know you could start at John the one that's right after Luke not first second or third John that's way at the end start at John and you know it you get a you get a really good insight on why we say things in Jesus name you know and then kind of it kind of makes you look inwards because sometimes we we go through things and it makes us not believe that you know God can do things for us or like it we start going back and we act like we don't hear the voice of God and things like that but Jesus goes back and tells these people the same thing over and over and over and over and over again and like you you'll sit here and be like Lord, why why did you have to say this to these people so many times? It's right in their face. But then sometimes we got to hear things over and over and over and over again before we submit and truly understand what's being said. You know, so I hope you guys enjoyed this story on perseverance today. I'm going to start finding different topics. And actually... The type of Bible I have, I could go at the end and find, uh, has like verses that goes with different topics like perseverance and things like that. So let's go, let's see what's going on with the peas. Parenting, prayer, prejudice, pride, procrastination, purity. Hmm. There's no perseverance in here. That's all right. Let's see. I do see some on uh submissions though. Ah, there we go. Endurance, perseverance. Thanks, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Let's go to Matthew chapter ten. Verse 22. And then we're going to hop into Romans chapter 5, verses 3 through 4. Then 2 Corinthians chapter 6 through 4. We're going to highlight this in blue. And then James chapter 1, verse 12. So, first is Matthew 10, Matthew 10 22. That was good. So, you said you're not done just yet. Awesome, because I I didn't want to be done just yet. Let me start asking for help. Matthew 10. Here we go. Verse 22. And ye shall be hated of all men for my name's sake, but he that endureth to the end shall be saved. Mm -hmm. I remember. I did read that. I like that verse. But he that endureth to the end shall be saved. That was Matthew chapter 10, verse 22. We didn't get it the first five times. Now we're going to go into Romans chapter 5, verses 3 through 4. Romans is right after Acts. Romans Mm 5 verses 3 through 4 and not only so but we glory in tribulations also knowing that tribulation worketh patience and patience experience and experience hope Mm -hmm. I'm gonna go ahead and read 5 too and hope maketh not ashamed because the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost, which is given unto us. Mm-hmm. Three through four. Although I did also like five, but that, that one's not speaking on endurance. Speaking on love. All right. And then 2 Corinthians... Chapter 6, verse 4. But in all things, approving ourselves as the ministers of God, in much patience, in afflictions, in necessities, and distresses. Mm -hmm. 6-4. I'm going to keep going. In stripes, in imprisonments, in tumults, in labors, in watchings, in fastings, by pureness, by knowledge, by long suffering, by kindness, by the Holy Ghost, by love unfeigned, by the word of truth, by the power of God, by the armor of righteousness on the right hand and on the left, by honor and dishonor, by evil report and good report, as deceivers and yet true, as unknown and yet well-known, as dying, and behold, we live as chastened and not killed, as sorrowful, yet always rejoicing, as poor, yet making many rich, as having nothing and yet possessing all things. Mm -hmm. I like that. I kind of want to go ahead and do all of that. O ye Corinthians, our mouth is open unto you. Our heart is enlarged. Ye are not straightened in us, but ye are straightened in your own bowels. Now for a recompense in the same, I speak unto my children. Be ye also enlarged. All right, so then that goes into... You know the story that there are chapters going into, but we're going to go ahead and highlight four. Mm. Mm. Sorrowful, by honor, dishonor, by evil report, good report, as deceivers and yet true, as unknown, as unknown and yet well known, as dying and hold we live, as chastened and not killed. Sorrowful, always rejoicing, poor yet making many rich and having nothing all things i'm gonna go i'm gonna highlight four through ten i feel like all of this goes into endurance and pushing through i feel like all these can play a really good part in that Mm -hmm. you guys like the no ad music today (laughs) I was like, man, I don't want to get distracted. Shoot. All right. And then the final verse, speaking on endurance and perseverance in the Bible, that's highlighted in this one is James chapter, or yeah, James chapter 1, verse 12. So let's go for James. James is on. It's in the New Testament, and it's right before 1 Peter. This one, my Bible, it's page 701. Mm -hmm. James chapter 1, verse 12. Blessed is the man that endureth temptation, for when he is tried, he shall receive the crown of life which the Lord hath promised to them that love him. Mm-hmm. You are like James. I might get into this too. I just read 12, right? Yes. Endureth temptation, and he who is tried, he shall receive the crown of life, which the Lord hath promised to them that love him amen thank you guys for sitting with me today and talking about perseverance tomorrow we're gonna work on another you know something else that could just help you guys and your and myself in our daily lives so i appreciate you guys have a wonderful